I'm worried, Simon Conway. Are you safe considering the weather in your state? Uh, well, I am, yeah, because uh, I, I don't have a vote in this thing. Cause I'm not a Republican, but, uh, so I'm staying home and in nice warm. But, uh, yeah, listen, Iowans are, uh, are a tough bunch, and uh, they will go out in this, and they will caucus. Now, you've noticed that Simon has an accent. That's not the typical Iowa accent. That's more of a Minnesota accent, right? Minnesota. No, it's actually from Orlando. Uh, where I spent the first 13 years of my uh, my time here in the United States. Well, uh, Simon is uh, a guy who probably understands America better than a, a lot of average Americans because we don't teach history in the schools anymore, Simon. But uh, oh, di- don't get when- me started, Mike. <laughs> I know, I know. You and I could both clear a room uh, screaming about the lack of c- civics, Simon. In in your state, when you got there and somebody said, "Hey," We do this caucus thing. How did they explain it to you so that you could understand it? What's the elevator pitch on uh, understanding caucuses? Well, you have to understand that I arrived as it was getting underway in 2011, right? Uh, that's, when I, that's when I got here. That was my, uh, my first uh, caucus. And it's, um, it didn't take very much. I had a really, really good che- uh, teacher uh, the uh, the late great uh, Jan Michelson, God rest his soul, uh, was the most amazing teacher, the most incredible brain I have ever encountered in talk radio, and I was blessed that he was there because uh, he made it very very clear, and he did use the caucus, by the way. So uh, we had a lot of fun with uh, with him, uh, but it, it's not really that complicated once it's explained to you. All right, so everybody gathers at a home and you discuss candidates, and then you have to. No, 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 no. no. You're, no? You're, you're, do, you're doing Democrats. Oh, uh, okay. Right now. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's not me. how Republicans do it. That's okay. So uh, if you're a Republican, right, you, uh, you, there's 1,600 caucus sites. Some of them are very small because Iowa uh, has large rural areas. Uh, you could have 10 people in somebody's front room, literally. Um, others are obviously substantially bigger, like Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, uh, where uh, your buddy was today. Those are much bigger sites, and they'll be in schools, they'll be in churches, uh, whatever uh, people could have uh, hired. And um, as you walk in, you're given a blank piece of paper. And then, depending on the size of the caucus, you may hear from the candidate themselves. They may well turn up. If it's not them, uh, maybe it's a surrogate. So, you know, if, in Trump's case, maybe it's Eric. Maybe it's Don Jr. Uh, they will show up. Maybe uh, as you get to smaller places, it's the caucus captains that have been uh, uh, recruited by the various campaigns. Those people will indeed speak on behalf of their candidate and tell you why you should uh, cast your uh, vote for their candidate. And then uh, there's some party business as well, because this isn't like, hey, a primary you show up, you've got 12 hours, you go cast your uh, vote and you go home. No, no, no. You have to be there on time. Uh, most people would say early. So caucusing starts at 7. Most people would tell you to be there at 6.30. Um, and, uh, and, and if you're late, you don't get in, just so we're clear. Hmm. And uh, then you sit through some party business. And once the party business part is over, then uh, they do the candidate thing. And then you write that name on that piece of paper they gave you when you walked in. They're all collected. They are counted. And then that particular caucus site has uh, its vote tally. 
Now, does anyone bring a covered dish? Because you've got people gathering. Is, is there, like, food available? Well, you see, you and I really are brothers from another mother. When these meetings always occur, I have a fundamental question, which is, will there be bagels? I, that's, that's the main question I always have. And uh, having never been to one, I can't tell you that there's food. But I would imagine when you get to the smaller ones in somebody's front room, there's definitely food. Um, but on the larger ones, I would doubt it. Well, yeah, maybe somebody's got a food truck out front. Uh, Simon Conway is is our guest. Uh, he is a talk radio show host extraordinaire across three stations in Iowa where the caucuses are happening today. Now, you actually spoke. I know you've spoken with uh, President Trump many times in the past. Uh, you had the opportunity to speak to him today. I did, yes. I interviewed him uh, really first thing this morning and uh, on the air. Uh, and uh, he seemed in very good spirits. Uh, I thought the most interesting question I had for him, because, of course, if you look at the polls, right, he's been above 50 for months and months and months and months. It's uh, yes. unheard of territory, really. So I asked him if, if winning was enough or did it need to be a big win? And he definitely felt that there was a need for it to be a big win in order to send a message to Joe Biden. So it's not a message to DeSantis or Haley. It's a message to Biden. I think he's kind of written them off. His only fear is the, the people looking at the weather outside. And uh, as somebody once wrote in a song, that's pretty frightful. Um, uh, so <laughs> he's just concerned that uh, people are saying, oh, you know what? It's a 50 percent. Do I really need to go out in this? And, uh, and just add to it. He's a little concerned about that. I wouldn't say it was a major worry. And as you heard in that bar audio that you played, uh, there is an awful lot of enthusiasm for Donald Trump. And uh, if it's a test of enthusiasm, I think his voters would crawl across broken glass to cast a vote for him. Um, and the question is, will Haley's, will DeSantis's do the same? That's the only real question. I do think... Uh, Trump's going to win, and I do think he's going to win pretty big. Yeah, I, I would anticipate the same, just going from the anecdotal polls and the formal polls. Uh, Simon Conway, you are a, a true mensch, my friend, breaking off some of your very busy day to join us. Uh, will you be live on the radio in Iowa this evening reporting on all of this? Uh, I will not because there's something, you know, we have priorities here and uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes basketball is actually on at the same time. And so uh, <laughs> I'm preempted today. Yeah, as, as a guy who's on a radio station that often has Temple basketball or Penn State basketball, <laughs> I, I understand, my friend. But I, yeah. I so appreciate you and your, your uh, uh, North Florida accent joining us today to go. explain nuances thank uh, you simon you can't call this a north florida accent my wife will get very upset with you she's from north florida i was from central florida okay i'm sorry forgive me that's okay <laughs> and as you know the further north you go in florida the more south it gets yeah you know i understand that that's such a <laughs> that's such a beautiful regional statement and and uh, the, uh you know a lot of New Yorkers have migrated to Southern Florida, which explains that comment. Uh, Simon yeah, Conway, always a pleasure, my friend. I, thank you. Th thank you very much. I, and I, you know, listen, I'm not going to apologize for this. It's a very important game today. 
And as a season, former season ticket holder there, I have to say, go Bucks. Oh, get out. Get rid of him now. Throw him out. <laughs> You're a traitor. Traitorous man. Get out. Cut him off. Thank you.